Hello, hello, welcome. This is episode three of the podcast, Pokemon Go Muck Yourself. It is August 1st, 2016. My name is Sylvie, and I'm here to document my personal experience with the brand new mobile app game, Pokemon Go. When we last stopped by for uh, an episode, I talked about uh, my phone troubles. I talked about, uh, we talked about uh, debating what's the appropriate age to play or even not to play Pokemon Go. Um, Since then, there have been a few updates. Um, After my last recording, my boyfriend and I, as well as my boyfriend's daughter, uh, we all went to visit uh, his parents in cottage country. Um, it's it's a different experience opening the app in cottage country as opposed to playing the game in urban Toronto. You have to keep in mind that in Toronto, with such a densely populated area, there's a lot of different landmarks, a lot of different areas to fuel up your Pokeballs. Um, and also a lot more options or opportunities to to catch Pokemon. Uh, there's a humorous uh, image that I saw shortly before our trip that adequately compared the the situation. Um, is a picture of po- players who get Pokeballs in urban areas and players who get Pokeballs in rural rural areas. So the urban areas is a it's an image of uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's character from Wolf of Wall Street just just throwing the Pokeballs like they're money. You know, that scene is like, happy coupons! Uh, and on the opposite side, um, I guess it was Dave Chappelle as, as the crack addict. Maybe not that character, but he was holding and hoarding the balls as if they were some uh, treasured item. And that's not totally inaccurate. And when you play the game in a less populated area, there are less opportunities to um, equip or, or to fill up on Pokeballs as we had seen. And also a, a less frequency of Pokemon. That said, um, when we initially came on the first day uh, to visit uh, my boyfriend's parents, he caught an a ridiculous amount of Eevees. I'm not sure how rare they're supposed to be. I'm assuming they're rare. I know in the first game, uh, Pokemon Red and Blue, they're, you only get one in the game and you have to either have the second game or trade with a friend to get uh, two more to turn into all three. They pour in uh, Electrion and, and sorry, uh, Ele- Flareon, Vaporeon, and Jolteon. So... He caught a lot of Eevees, which surprised me. Um, aside from that, he there were a lot of, as I would call, pedestrian Pokemon in uh, in Cottage Country. A lot of Raditas, a ton of Pidgeys, ton of Weedles. Um, it actually came to a point where I'm like, turn the game off, because he would turn it on, and they usually would show you what Pokemon are in the area. He turned it on at one point and there's only one Pokemon out of the nine slots that uh, were quote unquote nearby and the only Pokemon was a Weedle. So that's when you know you're in Slim Pickens country. Um, Also, he ran into an interesting situation where he ran out of Pokeballs. Um, I haven't run into this yet because I, well, I haven't been able to play as consistently as he has. So I'm pretty well set for Pokeballs and had there been an option to give him some of mine, I gladly would have. But yeah, there'd been situations where he'd 
be trying to catch something he'd already had. And then I think there was an Eevee. We were sitting in the living room and an Eevee had popped up and he tried to get it and he got the Pokeballs or empty uh, message. And then I scolded him for wasting all the Pokeballs and Weedles and Rattatas. But uh, that's neither here nor there. Um, some other interesting things that happened while on the trip. Um, he had caught a Venonat. I think it was the first time he'd gotten a Venonat. Um, I've seen a Venonat, but I've yet to catch one to my knowledge. Um, also, um, another uh, heartbreaking story on my end, I was doing my morning run and I had the app on and a Vaporeon showed up right in my path. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to get it. So I throw it, I click it and it crashes. So I reload the Pokemon app. It shows up again. I click it and it crashes. I try a third time, uh, to catch it. And once again, when I try to, uh, activate the catching mode, it crashes. So I was right there in front of a Vaporeon and I could not get it because again, my phone is garbage. And if you had listened to uh, the episode I had recorded last week, you'll know that I had again tried to, uh, I had, had again tried to upgrade my phone from an iPhone 4S to an iPhone SE. And as a terrible twist of fate, I was unable to do so because their transaction system was just not cooperating that day. So that's fine. Like I said, iPhone seven's probably coming out soon. This is back to school season. So I might be able to get some sort of deal if I just hold out a bit longer. I'm not worried. It's, it's fun enough um, living the game vicariously through my boyfriend. Uh, some other things that had come up. Um, oh, one positive. I was able to get a Jigglypuff. Um, I finally had an egg that hatched. Um, I'm not sure if I mentioned this in the last episode, but yeah, once I hatched the egg from my run, I finally reached level five and I was finally able to, uh, choose a team. And I know the current teams, uh, there's three current teams. There's uh, team mystic, the blue team, team valor, the red team, and team instinct was, which is the yellow team. And, uh, basic opinion from the internet is uh, team instinct is considered the butt monkey of the three teams. Uh, no one gives it any respect. It's kind of out there in the sidelines and has the least amount of uh, members. I don't know if that's statistically correct. And I can't imagine why, because team yellow is, is affiliated with uh, Zapdos, which I think of the three legendary Pokemon are definitely the strongest, but again, that's, that's my personal opinion. So the, be it the contrarian that I am, I immediately chose team instinct because you know, we gotta, we gotta show them what's what. So any of anyone listening who chose team yellow represent anyone who's uh, team mystic or team valor, watch out. We're coming for you. Um, I guess the final bit of, uh, Good news that happened also during the cottage country trip uh my boyfriend also had an egg that happened to hatch and lo and behold it's the one it's my favorite pokemon meowth so my boyfriend has a meowth i basically took dibs on it i know they still haven't implemented the the ability to trade pokemon but i've already reserved that pokemon as my own um on a side note i, I noticed they've recently uh They've recently updated the uh, the system. It's very slight, but uh, when you play the game or when you turn the game on, 
um, just as the map opens, there's a little window that pops up that gives you kind of a, a PSA tip um, so you don't uh, inadvertently kill yourself while playing the game. Um, one is don't Pokemon go and drive. The other one is uh, don't trespass on people's property. Um, I think that's come into play from, you know, people being a little ignorant and going in areas that they shouldn't be, like the Holocaust Museum and the veterans uh, veteran sites um, to, to play this game. I, I mean, all I'm going to say to that is exercise common sense, you know, like show some respect. These are, these are, these are places of, of uh, that are solemn and somber. Um, don't go there trying to catch a diglet, you know, it's just, you know, you know, use your, use your head. So that's all that really happened this week. Um, I'm really hoping to get the phone. My initial thought was to get the phone next Monday and now I'm still on the fence I may I may not as I said like apparently this is the worst time to purchase a new phone especially with September around the corner and it being very very likely that the iPhone 7 being really will be released if that happens uh, the iPhone 6 may lower in price and may be more attractive to me um, and even the iPhone SE though I don't think the iPhone SE will drop just because it's specifically is specifically designed to attract people like me who held on to their iPhone 4s um, stubbornly so um, I guess the only other thing I can say is I guess I want to talk a little bit about the social aspect of the game um, I know a lot of people uh, are getting exercise from the game. They're using it almost as a fitness app. They're going out walking, documenting how far they've traveled. Um, heck, even today, um, I went on a particularly long run, longer than I have done in quite a while. And I used it as a way to document how many kilometers I've traveled. The eggs are perfect because the eggs hatch depending on how many kilometers are necessary uh, for it to, well, to hatch. Um, I know there's, I think, one kilometer, two kilometer, five kilometer. I think there might even be 10 kilometer eggs. I, I don't think I've gotten a 10 kilometer egg yet. And so I hatched one egg today. It was just a ratata, nothing special. But then there was another egg I wanted to hatch, which is five kilometers. So I thought I'd go on my one of my longer runs. Um, again, the perils of the iPhone 4S. Um, I kept glancing at my phone very briefly as I ran. It's like, okay, eventually I'm going to get to, I think this one was, uh, sorry, it wasn't, I believe it was a, 2k egg anyway i i knew excuse me i knew the amount of time that i was taking to run that i would eventually hatch the egg but i kept looking and i kept looking and i'm like why isn't hatching why isn't hatching it wasn't until i was almost about almost about two blocks away from my home did i realize the game had actually froze in my initial uh position that i had seen about 10 15 minutes ago so all that all that progress that I had made was for naught. It, it didn't count. So um, I was a little disgusted after that. Well, actually, I did try to reopen the app, but then my, my, my phone died from lack of battery. So, you know, there you go. Um, I kind of went off topic there. But yeah, it's the game's a, a fitness. Uh, it, it's used as a fitness app. But a lot of people are actually using it as a, as a social app as well. Um, people are... Total perfect strangers are teaming up in areas to to find and, and catch uh, rare Pokemon, and it's uh, it hasn't gone south as of yet. But so far, people are collaborating, and 
it's uh, it's an interesting interesting experiment. I think I read somewhere that they actually wanted to make a uh, Pokemon Go dating app, so a way for people to intentionally play Pokemon Go together um, with the opposite sex or, or same sex, as it were. Um, you know, uh, it's 2016. Um, yeah, so it, it, it's a social, it's definitely become almost in its own way, a bizarre social media app. Um, even I was, uh, not immune to it. I was on the, the bus one day, uh, just testing out to see if I can catch Pokemon, even though I wasn't physically walking. And I guess someone next to me was screen peeking and they noticed that I was playing the game. So we got into a bit of a a brief, brief discussion about Pokemon. It kind of devolved into some other topic un- totally unrelated to the game. But it just goes to show how much this game has become an icebreaker of all things. And I hate icebreakers, um, just by the by. I always hate going to an event and they they kind of make this contrived sort of way to connect with these with total strangers. And I'm always so tripped up on the, the mere like fabrication or the the effect the affected nature of of using icebreakers that I I've, I've never liked them but in in terms of icebreakers Pokemon Go is not bad like it's an icebreaker that actually maybe if I was uh, if I was coordinating something with a bunch of uh, kids or, or young college students if I had a way of of doing a frosh week event with Pokemon Go that would be that would be interesting so. Yeah, I, I really commend the, the nature of the, the, the social aspect of the game. And I hope they find a way to, to uh, expand on it. I hope maybe in the future updates involve people collaborating or, or being on teams. Uh, people maybe even be able to, to communicate with one another in, a, in an instant. I know they could probably use just iPhone message or their phone or WhatsApp or something. But if they could implement just you know, little features to make the, make the whole experience a bit more social, because let's be honest, the, the game playing aspect of, of it is totally lacking for, even for me, someone who's only plays like the basic, basic Game Boy games, like there was a lot more going on in that as opposed to the, um, the Pokemon Go mobile app. But again, the game is brand new. We'll, we'll see where it goes. And, um, I, I hope to see exciting things with it. So I'm going to end it there for today. Um, I want to thank you very much for uh, still, still listening to this, uh, this uh, crazy rambling of a late 20s woman uh, playing the game Pokemon Go. So I guess the game is on, sorry, I guess the app is on iTunes now. I've been kind of fiddling with uh, the RSS feed and seeing what I have to do to get it on iTunes. So yes, if you do a search for Pokemon Go Muck Yourself, you will find um, the first two episodes and very soon episode three on iTunes. Um, I'm also on SoundCloud. Um, there's no other ways to contact me as of yet. If you want to leave any sort of feedback, you can leave a review on iTunes. You can leave a comment on the episodes on SoundCloud. I'm considering doing either a Facebook group or an, uh, a Twitter page dedicated to, uh, to this podcast. Um, but yeah, please leave some feedback. Please, uh, tell me what you think. If there's anything you like, anything you don't like, um, this is my first podcast guys. It's, uh, 
it's fun, but um, I'd like to I'd like to hear your your two cents on um, what you like so far about it. Um, I've rambled on enough, so I'm going to close this. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, once again, my name is Sylvie. You just listened to episode three of Pokemon Go Muck Yourself, and I hope to hear from you again soon. Thank you. Bye.